Perfect. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, this is Robbie Motter, the host of Diva Strategies for Success, where every Thursday I bring you a dynamic guest from across the country with some great tips to help you either personally or professionally. Today I have an incredible guest who's coming all the way from Toronto, Canada. Her name is Kim Addis. She is an MBA and she's the president and founder of Frame of Mind Coaching and Journal Engine Software. She is one of North America's foremost experts on performance through thought management. She works exclusively with highly driven, accomplishment, accomplished professionals in their field and uses the unique frame of mind coaching process to ignite significant change and life transformation. Clients say that an hour with Kim has a long, lifelong impact. She is internationally renowned for her innovation and passion in the coaching industry, with clients from Malaysia to South Africa, Canada, and the U.S. Kim and her team of coaches have transformed the process of coaching and training to the creation of journal engine software. She is an author, speaker, entrepreneur, coach, and the mother of five. She has developed a thriving coaching business and implemented a simple idea into an industry-leading company that now coaches leader in their field worldwide. And during our, our uh, show, she will also tell you how you can go on her website and get a free journal and a lot more. Welcome, Kim. I'm so happy to have you on the show tonight. I'm absolutely delighted to be here. Thank you so much. Well, as we're coming, it's your perfect timing because we're coming to a new year and to have somebody help give great ideas to transform people is just what we need. What do you think is the most significant barrier to success? Um, You know what? It's very interesting. I actually studied this, and I will tell you, uh, I'll address your question a little bit differently. Rather than telling you what's the greatest barrier to success, I will tell you what it is that successful people have that that other people don't have, And, and that is this. Successful people have a very high degree of emotional resilience. So what does that mean? Is that very successful people are able to bounce back from adverse events difficult situations with greater speed and agility. And, and what that boils down to is when bad things happen to people who, are, who, who plan to be successful, they take that bad event and they interpret it differently from other people. And they figure out how to leverage that event. Wow, that's powerful. How did you come to discover the importance of emotional resilience? Well, years ago, I used to own an assessment company, and we were really interested in identifying what differentiates top performers in a variety of industries in comparison to other people. So what, you know, what makes people successful? What are the key characteristics? And we studied uh, personality, we studied IQ, we studied skills, and we discovered that you know, in different industries, different, different characteristics were important, but across all industries, the emotional resilience factor jumped out far ahead of every other of every other characteristic that was important. Wow, that's really powerful. Um, you have a unique brand of coaching. Tell me what frame of mind coaching is all about. 
Well, from mind coaching is this. It, it, it is based on the principle that how you think is the single greatest influencer of your results. So the way you process information, the way you tell the story about what happens now, in the past, and in the future, the way you interpret the things that take place, your values, your beliefs, all those things impact your outcomes greater than any other thing. Yeah, and so I, frame of mind coaching... Uh, I'm sorry, frame of mind coaching is focused on looking at how a person thinks and and creating a relationship between their thinking and their outcomes. And if you're not happy with your outcomes, then we have to kind of look at your thinking and start to make some shifts. Uh, that when people start to realize that it really is astounding for them because they probably hadn't th- thought of, you know, hey, maybe what I'm thinking that's, you know, slowing me down. Well, that's exactly right. And in 100% of the cases, when you change your thinking just a little bit, your results change quite a bit. Yeah, that's great. I just did an article for a, a magazine, and I talked to how you can take negative into positive, because you can. You know, you can look for the good in everything and turn it around, like you're saying, which I think is great. Well, what makes that's you- right. It, it, it's It's looking for the silver lining. What is the opportunity in this event? What am I learning from this event? How can I leverage this event? What can I take from it and and, and run with? Wow. So how is your coaching different from other coaches? Well, very often when we think of a coach, right, we think of, okay, here's what's going to happen. You know, we think of a business coach, for example, or uh, or even a, a, an athletic coach. We think that that person's going to kick our butt. Right, They're, we're going to have a plan. They're going to give us, you know, a, a set of things to get done. And every week we're going to have a call, and that coach is going to hold us accountable to making sure we get the stuff done that we say we want to do. Right, and, and the and the focus is on action. Right, most coaches look at the actions that clients take in order to reach their goals. I'm not so interested in people's actions. I know that actions follow from thought. Actions follow from beliefs. And so I'm far more interested in understanding a person's thinking. I want to look at their patterns. I want to look at their history. I want to look at at their values and how all those come together to create the behaviors that they currently have and the results they currently have. So I'm not interested so much in the actions they need to take. I know that the minute they shift their thinking, their actions start to change too. Right, you're so right, because a lot of times uh, they will just do what they need to do while they're in coaching, but then will they continue to do it in their real life when they're not having a coach? But well, your well, way is going to teach them how to really do that all of, for the rest of their life. That's exactly right. Now, look at that. I mean, you're right on the money. You said something really, really important, and it's that when you have a coaching relationship that is based on accountability – then if it works, then while you're in coaching, you get your stuff done. But what happens if it doesn't work? What happens if your coach says, okay, by next week you should do X, Y, and Z, and by next week you haven't done X, Y, and Z? Now what happens? Now not only you feel bad about yourself, the relationship becomes strained. Right. You're absolutely right. Right? So so now is is this coaching relationship working? Mm, Not so much. 
Right, and or else they then they start to find excuses why not to come come back and you know and exactly your way your way you're teaching them to, that they're responsible it is their life and they need to take charge. That's exactly it. You're responsible for your results. You're responsible for your happiness. I don't care what you do. You can do the stuff you promised to do. You don't have to do it. It doesn't matter to me. It's, it's all irrelevant. What I'm interested in is how your thinking affects your behavior. And let's examine your thinking and start to show you how your thinking affects your results. And if you don't like your results, let's start to shift your thinking just a little bit. And once that happens, there the actions they take are so dramatically different that automatically different results happen. Yeah. Um, as a coach, what kind of people do you work with and what are their top issues? Yeah. I work, I, I mean, our company, we tend to work with very, very highly driven individuals. We're interested in working with people who want to make a difference in the world, people who want to have an impact, people who have already achieved a lot, but somehow something's bogging them down, something's getting them stuck, and and they may be really strong at a lot of areas. There might be a few areas where they're not as strong and that's troubling them, um, and, and they're recurring, recurring problems that happen in relationships, in, uh, in work-related situations, that type of thing. So people who come to me may have a conflict at work. I'm talking very high-level individuals. They may have a conflict. They may feel friction. They may feel frustrated. They may feel a lack of recognition for all their work and all their contribution. They may feel like they're meant for something way bigger, and it's time to move now and they're a little scared to do that. Uh, you know, these are the people who really want to leave a mark in the world. Those are the people I work with. Yeah, and if they're really highly driven, they don't want anybody to know where they're working or people they know that they have, they may have an issue or something. So working with somebody like you is great because they can they can achieve what they want to do, learn about themselves, get, you know, find a solution for whatever it is. And nobody where they're connected knows all of a sudden they are able to change. That's right. Well, yeah, so there's a high degree of confidentiality. A lot of my clients are very public-facing individuals. Many are in the media, so confidentiality is super, super important. Yeah. You are quoted as saying, people do not need to be told what to do. Instead, they need help understanding what stops them from getting it done. What is the best way for people to understand where they're getting tripped up? Yeah, that's a great question. What I do when I coach people is uh, I begin with a 10-week coaching period, and I have a phone call with them once a week. And in between each phone call, I ask them to journal in an online journal. I ask them to journal every day. No days off, no weekends, no vacations. And and what happens is I ask them very, very specific questions. And when I do that, they they journal and they write their thoughts. And very often they see themselves in a completely new light. Like What happens is the beliefs they have start to show up. They become apparent. They become unveiled. And when you can see the beliefs you have, you start to understand what's really running your life. For example, I had a, a coaching call with a woman this morning. Uh, she r- runs a, a large organization, and she talked about how when she was very, very young, her mother said, you know, you're very artistic, you're very talented, but you're not very academically inclined. And so she took that to mean that she wasn't so smart. 
to this day that affects her. That's a belief she walks around with. And the belief, how does it influence her? I have to prove I'm smart. I have to prove I'm smart. I have to prove I'm smart. I have to be right. And so what happens is she has a lot of tension, interpersonal tension, because of her need to be right. Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of people walking around with things that they were told when they were young, uh, and it, it does sometimes stop them from getting to the next level. So, again, having someone like you that understands how to get into their thinking and help them see, then they're able to change and realize it's not about them. That's exactly it. And 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 to really kind of start to challenge those beliefs. You know, just so your mother said you weren't academic, does that make it true? Right? So we need to challenge those beliefs. We need to teach people to see things differently in their environment and in their experiences. Because everything's up for interpretation. Right? Everything. Two people might have the exact same experience and for one person it might be, you know, a gift. And for another person, it might be a tragedy. And what's the difference? The interpretation. Right. Uh, what advice can you give to those who claim they don't have time to journal? Oh, I'll tell you something. You know, those people who tell me they don't have time to journal also tell me that they struggle with a lot of things, that they have hiccups in their lives, that they that they feel paralyzed, that that things are hard, they're plodding through to get things done, their productivity is stalled. And I will tell you this, that when you journal, your life all around you, everything around you starts to ease up. So the things that would take you an hour will start to take you a half an hour. And and just life becomes easier. Your interactions are easier. Finding parking spots is easier. Everything just eases up because your tension is out of you. Your stress is released. And so you walk through life with greater ease. So it may take a few minutes to journal, and really it doesn't take all that much time. But the impact in terms of time savings and the gain you, you have as a result of it is 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 enormous. Have you ever done anything with what they call automatic writing where somebody just is part of the journaling where they just sit and write whatever? It doesn't really need to mean anything, just whatever is coming out of them. Stream of consciousness? Is that what you mean, stream of well, consciousness? Yes. Uh-huh. It's, it's sort of like you just sit down and just write whatever. It doesn't have to really. Yes. There, there was a book, a very uh, was a bestseller all about automatic writing. I just wondered if you do any of that with your people with the journaling at all. Yes, absolutely. So we encourage people to write. And sometimes they don't know what to write, so we give them a prompt, a journaling prompt, but they don't have to follow it. And the idea is to write whatever's going on for you right here, right now. Okay, that's good. And then and then take a look at it, right, to see what they've put down. Because a lot of times they're probably very surprised and said, oh, my goodness, I didn't know I did all that or I had this on my mind or whatever. Well, that's that's exactly it. Sometimes after, you know, five or six weeks of coaching, we go back to week one and say, look look who you were way back then. Look at the way you were thinking. Look at how much has changed. And there's so much shock that takes place to see the difference between now and then. Wow. You're an author, speaker, entrepreneur, coach, and a mother of five. Wow. You really have to have some great uh time management. So what kind of tips do you have to share with our audience about balancing work and home life? 
Well, I'll tell you, I mean, this may not be the answer that everyone's looking for, but I'll tell you, stop striving for so much balance. <laughs> and, and as weird as that sounds, that's what I feel at this very moment. And rather than balance, strive for presence. And so be where you are. Pay attention. Be there. Focus on the people around you. Participate. Engage. Be interested. Be curious. So be where you are. And when you be where you are, what's happening is you're cherishing every moment and you're the most alive. So I encourage being more alive rather than having complete balance. It's really hard to sustain complete balance anyways. So so let that go. If you need to rest, rest a lot. Right? If you need to if you need to party, go do it. Right? And so so it's not about trying to find balance. It's really feeling your life being alive. That's kind of how I live my life because, you know, you're only guaranteed today, so you have to live it to the fullest and enjoy every single moment of it. Exactly. I can tell by the, your picture, by the way. Your picture is so is so vibrant. You can tell that that's how you live your life. Yeah, and, you know, and this year it's even been more because I ended up with breast cancer this year. But it, it's okay. Oh. I did your thinking, and I, you know, two days after I had a mastectomy, I was running a board meeting. So it is about wow. your mind and how you think. And, I, you know, you just have to keep positive about everything because it just goes on, and you're not going to change it, so you just make the best of it and, and go you do what you make want. Best of it. But I will tell you something, Robbie, not everyone has that same attitude. Not everyone has the same ability to just get up and keep going. There's something very unique about the way you process that event. Well, you know, that I allows you. Yeah, and it's interesting because what you say is so true. I heard, you know, a lot of people wouldn't even talk about having it or uh, or the bottom line is they are just devastated after. Well, it's it's only a boob, you know. It's, <laughs> life goes on. It's better to be living than, you know, worried about it. Well, that's exactly it, but not everybody interprets things that way, right? That's right. Um, what are a couple of simple adjustments we can make to our thinking that will result in increased happiness? Okay, so I'll 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 give you a few a few easy ones, a few really practical easy ones. The first thing is, and you know I'm sure you've heard this one a million times, but really focus on what's working in your life. You know that whole concept of creating a gratefulness journal or a gratefulness notebook, and kind of take note of all the amazing, awesome things that you have in your world, even things you take for granted, like waking up in the morning and having a hot shower. We do it every day. We forget that it's something special, but it really is. So kind of stop and notice, take note of all the great things that are happening. The second thing is, I'll I'll give you a term, and I call it pivoting. And so when something's not working for you, when you're feeling frustrated, tense, et cetera, literally change the the position of your body. Move. Like move your body, change your vision, look at something different, and, and, and understand that it's time to change. It's time to turn myself around. That's the, the ideology. It's time to turn myself around. And here's the here's the task: is what can I think? What is a thought I can think that will make me feel just a little bit better? Wow, I like so, that. I like turning so, around. I like that. Yeah. So why only a little bit better? Why not a lot better? Do you have any right. idea? 
Uh, I'm sorry, I missed the question. What was it? The, the question is, so, I, so I'm looking for people to feel a little bit better, not a lot better, just a little bit better. Why do you think that I'm only going for a little bit? Because every time they do a little, they'll they'll want more, and they'll do it more often. Well, the, sure, certainly that's one reason. But if I say to you, okay, you just had a mastectomy, um, well, it's not the end of the world, you know, life goes on, you kind of feel like, you know, well, it's been a big big, big event, you know, and so, so that's a bit of a stretch for you to get from, I don't feel so great because I just had a mastectomy to, it's no big deal. That's a big jump, and it's hard to yeah, take, I guess, it's hard to swallow. I, yeah, but I guess for me, I would be able to think that way because I would think, okay, so I had a mastectomy. Let's go have a glass of wine and enjoy the, everybody and have a great time. Okay, but for most people, that would be hard. That would be a huge yeah. leap, right? Yeah, And so would. if I said, okay, if I said to you, okay, that was a tough event, is there something that you can look forward to? Or is there something that you're happy that you're still alive to experience and see? And that yeah. might be a smaller shift that's much easier to take and swallow. That That is so true. You know, you have so many things you offer. First off, let's let them know. Uh, tell them about your website and about your journal and what other things that you can uh, you have to offer to them that they might take advantage of. Because I can just see that you have so much talent that you could help so many people. And so we want to make sure that they know how to get a hold of you and take advantage of the tell them some of the things that you offer and that would be wonderful. Okay, so the first thing is the website is frameofmindcoaching.com and on the website there are a few things that are are free and we invite you to, to try out. The first one is uh, there's an assessment and it's it's basically assess your frame of mind and it's a series of questions that you fill out. Um, and what that does is it allows you to take stock of where you are. It kind of allows you to take a snapshot of how you feel about all the important things in your life and kind of think about where you are, where you've been, and where you still want to go. And one of the questions it will ask is, would you like to talk to a coach about your assessment results? And I strongly encourage everyone to say yes because that conversation alone doesn't cost a cent, is extremely informative and, and can, can actually trigger massive personal change. So I strongly encourage everybody to take the assessment and say yes when it asks if they want to talk to a coach. That's the first thing. The second thing on the site that is available to everyone is that there is a complimentary uh, uh, journal that they could sign up for. So they would sign up for their free online journal and um, journal, go ahead journal, and you can make your, your journal public or private. So you can journal so that nobody else sees it or you can journal so that the other people on the site can read it and comment on it and provide you with some thoughts, some feedback, some suggestions, some questions perhaps that allow you to think deeper about the subject. And it's a really, really rich community of people who are talking to one another and supporting one another. So, so come on to the site and what you'll get is Every single week you'll get a, a journaling prompt that will ask you questions that will help you begin to start journaling and make the journaling process a whole lot easier. 
Wow, I love that. I think that's great. I have to share that with a lot of my NAFI members. I bet they would be interested in that. It's amazing. You know, I I received a, um, uh, an email in my inbox the other day, and the inbox just said, um, you know, here's a quote I thought you would be interested in, and it was a quote from Obama who essentially said that writing helped him clarify his values and his visions and helped him really take a whole bunch of jumbled thoughts and make sense out of them. Uh, the most successful people in the world spend time writing specifically to clear up their thinking. Wow, I like that. Uh, if somebody wanted to have you as a coach, how does that work? Um, well, basically, they can take the assessment or call me uh, or send me an email, kim at com. We have a whole team of coaches, and so what I do is I talk to the person and we try to figure out who the best coach is for them given their needs and um, their their goals and Every single one of our coaches are absolutely amazing. They all have raving fans. And so we, what we do is we put the, the client together with the right coach. Oh, that's good. Do you, do you also do coaching? Uh, you do business coaching, but do you also do personal coaching as well? Yeah, we don't even make a distinction between business coaching and personal coaching. For us, it's all the same. We're really interested in your thinking and how you think in your personal life affects how you behave in your business life. And so we actually like to to cross over into the other territory because we get a lot of insight. So if a person tells me I'm really struggling with my team, I say, tell me about your marriage. And there's always, always a direct relationship between what's going on in one place and what's going on in the other. Well, that's interesting. Well, let's give them your website again. Yeah, it's frameofmindcoaching.com. And as again, you said you have a free assessment on there, and also they can sign up for a free journal and be part of a very, very wonderful community that can really help them as well. And then That's to right. be sure, That's right. and to be sure to say yes if it says do you want to talk to a coach after they have taken the assessment. I think I think it's wonderful what you're offering. It sounds like you are totally a woman of heart that wants to make a difference in this world. Well, I try. I try my best. I um, I'm definitely busy, but I do. I do give whatever I have. Well, that's great. Well, Kim, it's been wonderful having you uh, as a guest tonight. Again, we've been listening to Kim Addis, who is the president and founder of Frame Frame of Mind Coaching and Journal Engine Software. And it was wonderful to have you. And is there anything else? Uh, last minute tips or anything you want to leave or anything last else minute, you Last minute words of wisdom for the holidays is the holidays are coming and all I have to say is this, cherish your moments, look around you, be thankful for the people in your life and, and ask yourself a question, is there anything in my life that I would like to to change? Are there any relationships I'd like to clean up and use the holidays as your uh, excuse, if you will, as your reason to make a few healthy adjustments. Well, that's great. Great advice. Um, how about uh, anything on setting up their goals or anything like that to begin the new year? 
Yeah, um, I'm not a big fan of uh, of making New Year's resolutions. What uh, my advice is this: rather than creating a goal of let's say, okay, I'm going to earn, I don't know, fifty thousand dollars more this year or lose fifty pounds, I, I'd like you to write uh, a, a quick paragraph that says, "In a year from now, I'd like to feel like this." and describe the feeling you want to have next December and close that up and put it away and next December open it up and see if your your desired feeling matches your current feeling. Wow, Make the great. way you feel the goal. I love it. All right. Well, we're almost at, it's amazing how fast the show goes and thank you again for being my guest tonight on Diva Strategies for Success. Where, as I told you, every week we bring you a dynamic guest, and today is no, it's no exception. We had, as I said, our guest tonight was Kim Addis, president and founder of Frame of Mind Coaching and Journal Engine Software. Her website is frameofmindcoaching.com, and you can get a free journal, and you can get an assessment and talk to a coach. So great way to start the year. Thank you so much, Kim, and let's connect again soon. Thank you so much, Robbie. I so appreciate you having me on the show. It was wonderful, wonderful to spend this time with you. Okay, darling. Have a wonderful holiday and my best to your family. And I wish Thank you, you a fabulous 2013. Thank you so much to you, too. Happy holidays to you and everyone else. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.